Welcome to Real Paranormal Activity, the network. Entertainment you'll enjoy. You are listening to an RPA production where people gather. Foss Corporation, LLC. Welcome once again to the mansion on the hill, the house of strange, the palace of mystery. This is the home of Terry's mysterious moments. This is season five. We thank you for listening to the show. Howdy, howdy, friends and neighbors. This is Terry from Texas with another episode of Terry's Mysterious Moments. You know, for many years, in many American places, such as Maine, the upper Midwest, the southeast and the southwest and as far away as the moors of england and throughout the united kingdom there have been reports of large black cats some of them have names here in the united states like possibly the wampus cat the wampus cat is one of those things that is almost indescribable because it has so many descriptions. And the Ozark Howler. Now the Ozark Howler may not be a cat, it may be more akin to a bear, but there are some descriptions that give it a cat-like appearance. There is a said to be a black cat that roams the halls of the Capitol in Washington, D.C specifically during times of trouble for the country and I'm sure it's visible all the time right now. But with all of these reports and all these sightings, scientists in their firm grasp of science say black cats do not cannot exist, and that's my emphasis. Trusting eyewitness testimony, those of us who believe that big black cats do exist, say science sucks dirt like a Dyson. Again, that's my emphasis. Why do I react so to this situation? Because as a child in the mid-60s, I saw a Black Panther cross the road I lived on outside of Lexington, Texas. My parents, Les and Florence, witnessed it also. Watching past episodes of one of the many paranormal and or unknown shows, many reports of large black cats have occurred across much of the United States, except not so much in the Northwestern areas like the Pacific Northwest. Maybe Sasquatch has marked its territory and the black cats don't want to be up there. 
I don't know. The reports include missing and killed pets like dogs, missing and killed livestock, up close and personal face-to-face meetings, distant sightings, and a handful of video captures. Grainy at best, questionable at worst. To be honest, many of the pictures and videos show what simply looks like larger house cats. No special predatory builds such as large shoulders like a jaguar or jacked up rear ends like you see some of the big cats in Africa have and extremely long tails. So to be fair, many will judge the concept of big black cats by these bits of evidence and maybe well they should be accepted but as known critters. I personally have held a house cat that was by body length well over two feet long and quite a few pounds higher on the scale than Morris the cat. This thing was big. But scientists say these critters just don't exist. It's impossible, they say. Let me tell you, when you see a creature that appears in front of you at a known distance and it leaps across the roadway at a point that is a vehicle and a half wide and it one never touches the ground and two is as long as the road is wide from nose to tail. You let that reality jump up in your face and say boogity boogity. Well, you just may change your mind and alter your beliefs to fit the the reality of what's in front of you. There are stories from Great Britain about big black cats and big black dogs inhabiting the areas around Exmoor and Bodmin Moor. In fact, the cats are called the Beast of Exmoor and the Beast of Bodmin Moor. In British folklore, British big cats, also referred to as ABCs, which is alien or anomalous big cats, phantom cats, and mystery cats feature in reported sightings of large felids in the British countryside. These creatures have been described as panthers, pumas, or black cats. A fringe theory, not French, fringe, F-R-I-N-G-E, Theory suggests that the animals may be surviving Ice Age fauna where leopards, scimitar-toothed cats, and I wonder if scimitar-toothed cats are the same thing as saber-toothed tigers. I don't know, maybe it's just a fancy way of saying it. Lions and lynxes have been found in the British Isles. However, The existence of a population of true big cats in Britain, especially a breeding population, is believed to be highly implausible by experts owing to lack of convincing evidence. There's your your catch in science. Cryptids may exist, but they don't have fossil evidence. They don't have body, you know, bone evidence, archaeological finds, you know, no bodies, no bones. So they doubt, but they believe in that science. Theoretical, though some of it may be.
there have been some incidents of recovered individual animals, often medium-sized species such as the Eurasian lynx, but in one 1980 case, a puma was captured alive in Scotland. These are generally believed to have been escaped or released pets that had been held illegally, possibly released after the animals became too difficult to manage. Sightings at a distance may possibly be explicable as domestic cats seen near to a viewer being misinterpreted as larger animals seen far away. In his 2013 book, Feral, George Mondiot argues that humans are programmed to notice things that might be big cats because of the threat they posed in prehistoric times. Some believe that the introduction of the Dangerous Wild Animals Act in 1976 might have resulted in releases of captive animals into the wild. The Dangerous Wild Animals Act in 1976 might have led to one story about a small wild animal camp or whatever you might want to call it, a, a show place where this lady could no longer keep the animals due to the rulings, so she released several large cats into the wild. Uh, that seems to be a documented situation that happened back then. The research group Big Cats in Britain publishes reported sightings annually by country. The top 10 countries or regions of Great Britain between April 2004 and July of 2005 were Devon, Yorkshire, Scotland, Wales, Gloucestershire, Sussex, Cornwall, Kent, Somerset, and Leicestershire. William Cobbett recalled in his Rural Rides how, as a boy in the 1760s, he had seen a cat as big as a middle-sized spaniel dog climb into a hollow elm tree in the grounds of the ruined Waverley Abbey near Farnham in Surrey. Later, visiting New Brunswick, Canada, he saw a Lucifee, which is a North American lynx, also called Felis lynx canadensis. And it seemed to me, he wrote, to be just such a cat as I had seen in Waverley. Another report appeared in the Daily Express on January 14th of 1927 of a lynx being seen in the area. Further back, there is a medieval Welsh poem in the Black Book of Carmarthen, which mentions a calf palag, meaning palag's cat or clawing cat, which roamed Anglesey until slain by C. Say C E I, however you pronounce it. In the Welsh triads, it was the offspring of the monstrous sow Henwyn. The modern wave of big cat reports stems from the late 1950s with regular news stories of the Surrey Puma, detailed below, and the Finn Tiger. In Surrey in 1959, the first possible sightings were recorded when police received a number of reports 
of big cats in the Farnham area near the Surrey-Hampshire border. In 1962 and 63, Hampshire, Surrey, and Greater London found two more reports recorded in 1962, in 1962 by waterboard personnel in Hampshire and a third in the winter of 1962-1963 of a cat-like beast seen at Bushy Lease Farm, Crondall, Hampshire. When a police officer sighted the supposed Shooter's Hill cheetah in southeast London in 1963, media interest turned to other big cat sightings. In Surrey in 19, and you'll find out that Surrey has an awful lot of big cat sightings. In August of 64 in Surrey, a bullock at Bushy Lease Farm was found severely lacerated. Following press coverage, numerous reports of contact with the animal, dubbed the Surrey Puma, came to the press ranging from the fanciful, of course, to some taken seriously by the police. A plaster cast of a paw print measuring five inches across was handed into Godalming Police Station in Surrey, who had an active file on big cats that were harming livestock. The paw print was publicly displayed. Reports noted that its size implied an extremely large specimen and that there were distinct differences between it and the alleged European prints of other pumas. The investigation file was closed in, in summer of 1967. The police station's logbook also lists 362 sightings of alien big cats, or ABCs, occurring between September of 64 and August of 66. Again in Surrey in 1966, a former police photographer, Ian Pert, took a grainy photograph of a cat facing the camera in Warplesden with a longer than average body length. 1968 and 70, in Surrey again, a farmer claimed to have shot a puma but could not provide any evidence. Sightings gradually tailed off although paw prints found in the snow in 1970 generated a flurry of other reports. From the 70s, reports spread across the country. The Beast of Exmoor was reported from Devon and Somerset. The Stratford Lion was reported around the Red Lion Pub in Bouldry, and the very location may have given rise to the sighting, in my opinion and the Sheppy Panther has been rumored to exist since around the 70s. An eight-year-old boy was playing alone in a woodland in Chittingfold. This backs onto a field from which he alleged a golden-colored big cat entered the woodland. The cat walked what amounted to west, staying close to the edge of the field, and while passing about 10 meters away from the boy, turned its head, stared momentarily at him, but seemed disinterested 
and carried on walking. When asked if it might have been a dog, the boy replied, no, because it had a long curved tail, a wide head, and it picked up its feet like a cat. But it was the same size as a big dog. Had this been me, I would probably be doing that Bugs Bunny freaks out thing to this day. In Surrey again in 1984, hair samples taken at Pease Lake, a few miles northeast in the heavily wooded part of Green Sand Ridge, were identified as Puma. In the previous year, an unclassified big cat dubbed Alien featured in the Archers and the Beast of Exmoor made national headlines. In came the first modern report from Scotland and the Kellis cat was shot there in 1984. Greater interest in phantom cats grew from headline stories of the Beast of Bodmin, Moore from 1992, and Dumfries and Galloway, which was the Galloway Puma. In the historic Buchan area of Aberdeenshire, the creature is dubbed the Beast of Buchan. What else? And sightings are regularly documented. A black panther known as the Beast of Dartmoor was reportedly seen by a group of 15 people, including M. Warburton, in summer of 2011 in the Halden Forest. There were many more news stories from different parts of the country, too. The Surrey Advertiser newspaper reported a sighting recorded by police officer Steve Ashcroft outside the Hilltop St. Teresa's School in Effingham. 2003, again, Detective Constable Stephen Ashcroft saw the same cat, or a similar one, up at Holmbury Hill. In June of 2003, an area with sightings logged within the following 12 months by Peter Hayes, warden of the Hurtwood, which covers a hill and the ridge to its north and west. Again in Surrey, the newspaper added residents of Abinger Common, which is the neighboring woodland and farmland area, who reported that in the, quote, the last two weeks, they had seen a big cat, relying on the big cat survey by the British Big Cats Organization. 2005, a Mr. Fowler, visiting with his partner at Winkworth Arboretum, sent their video camera footage to a local newspaper, which they reproduced in stills. They described this animal as gingery brown color, about the size of an Alsatian dog, but it definitely wasn't a fox. Surrey Wildlife Trust Ranger Mark Havler believed it was an Iberian lynx, or a lynx pardenis, and received 15 calls of sightings in the following two weeks. Reports that year logged at the Surrey Advertiser headquarters were of more than one non-native wildcat in the borough of Guilford and neighboring districts. Some of spots in a bobtail on a sandy colored animal suggesting a lynx, others of no spots and a long tail which could mean a puma. 
Two resident walkers' names were included in their published overview reports across the years since the 1960s. The reporter interviewed the animal liaison officer of Marwell Zoo outside of the sightings area to assess whether the old and new findings were linked and explain the need for sufficient breeding pairs given these animals' wild lifespan with, say, at a 1 in 99 likelihood in ideal conditions of having multi-generational offspring. If the, alleged, if the first alleged sightings were true, and he expressed doubts on the veracity of most reports anyway, what he's saying was, if the first reports of these cats were true, there then had to be a breeding population to keep sightings of the animals going for so long. The report states that over 40 years ago, it was reported the first appearance of a golden brown animal of around three to five feet in length while the report maker was blackberrying one lunchtime by name George Wisdom, who described himself as a Munstead workman. Munstead is a wooded part of Busbridge noted for the vernacular style arts and crafts house and garden at Munstead Wood. Many reports over the years describe pumas, panthers, lions, jaguars, lynxes, many types of cats. Again, some of them are very possibly misidentifications and I'll give that to them. When you look at some of the uh, some of the reports, some of the videos or pictures, you have to look and say that may have been a cat. When you look at them and you you identify that it could be a cat, but there are others that are usually what Sasquatch hunters call blob squatches, in that they're blurry, they're really undefinable but others are pretty dead on. And do I believe in big cats? Yeah, I believe in big cats. Um, we have, we here in South Texas have had mountain lions in the area around San Antonio. So yeah, I believe that it can be, that it can happen. In 1988, the Ministry of Agriculture, odd that they would do this, but they took the very unusual step of sending in Royal Marines to carry out a massive search for the rumored beast of Exmoor. After an increase in the number of mysteriously killed livestock and farmer complaints over subsequent loss of money, several Marines claimed to have seen the cat fleetingly, but nothing other than a fox was ever found. The Department for Environment, Food, and Rural Affairs has published a list of predatory cats that they know to have escaped, although most of them have been recaptured. For hundreds of years, uh, almost back to prehistory probably, the spectral black dog has persisted in Britain. It's a supposed mythical creature appearing as a large black animal 
in remote moorland with no firm evidence for its existence beyond hearsay. It has been suggested that the stories of black cats are merely a modern continuation of such myths and stories, sharing the elements, but with the idea of a supernatural cause having fallen out of credibility and the modern, more plausible idea of an escaped or released wildcat supplanting it. In addition, the stories of big cats share many traits suitable for the tabloid press, such as leading to wide exposure of any potential cat and further and rapid dissemination of any speculation or supposed evidence for it, which helps to build a widespread urban legend. Are these big cats urban legends? They may be. That may be the whole thing. Are these big black cats lies? Are they hoaxes? They could be that too. But I've seen one here in Texas. I've heard of others. And I'll leave it up to you as to whether to believe that there are black cats in the wild here. Big black cats, even though the scientists just know that they can't exist. Well, that's the show for this week. Thanks for being along for the ride. I want to remind you that on Mondays, Aaron Hunter brings you Real Paranormal Activity, the podcast. Aaron reads listener stories, mostly ghost stories, sometimes UFOs, sometimes cryptids. On Tuesday, Aaron Frail brings you Aaron's Horror Show, different things that he's written. He reviews movies, books, things like that. On Wednesday, it's me, Terry from Texas, with Terry's Mysterious Moments, where we talk about just about anything there is to talk about. And Aaron has instituted a new area called Entertaining Short Films. That's exactly what they are. They're just short stories, nothing in particular, no particular genre, just entertaining. Remember that you can go to your app store, whether you have Apple or Android, download the RPA app, which is a black square with a blue eye in the middle of it. Download that to the device that you listen to the program on. Install it, and when you open that up, you can go straight to the Real Paranormal Activity, the podcast, and its network. So all the, all the stories that are involved with RPA are there, so you don't have to go hunting for them. If you want to contact me at Terry's Mysterious Moments, you can do that on the Facebook page, and it's called Terry's Mysterious Moments. Or you can email me at Terry's Mysterious Moments at gmail.com. Contact me if you want to. Let's talk about some things. That's about it. We'll be back again. Listen to the other shows. Have a good week, everybody.